As I look at my life and uh, one of the perhaps wasted fears that I've had uh, that have haunted me and impacted my quality of life is my reaction to uncertainty, uh, particularly uncertainty that involves a potential for things not to go well going forward. And that's really at the heart of today's podcast. Joyce and I, uh, we explore the importance of shedding light, bringing the light into the tunnel uh, when all around us seems bleak and uncertain. And if I think about our world today, never has there been a need to tell the truth and shed light given today's profound uncertainty. And depending on where you live, the diminished optimism about what the future holds. So how do you do this? Where does it come from? Well, H-O-R-O-D, practitioners and leadership, we're the ones that must expire and bring light, starting with ourselves and then to our organizations. So how to do this? We explore ways today that make this happen and share small, simple things that ultimately can make a big difference. You know, if positive renewal is to emerge from today's chaos, it'll all begin by bringing light into the tunnel. So come on in, grab a snack, let's step into that uncertainty. Welcome. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Joyce. Oh, maybe I shouldn't call you Bobby. Everybody, I call him Baba Reba, actually. Hey, Baba Reba. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting that uh, there is a group of people on this earth that call me Bobby, and they're either really good friends or family. And so Hi, I'm, Bobby, I'm, I'd then. love. Okay, Joyce. Okay, Bobby. So oh. I just um, sent uh, packages of beautiful candles to a bunch of people for Christmas and my message and it was glow baby <clears throat> glow <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is the season of being hushed and contemplative but also of the beginning of light returning um, and then I was thinking how we've been living in a, sort of saying to ourselves, oh, there'll be a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And I think what we've got to do is say, mm, there, we have to create the light in the tunnel. We can't wait for the end of the tunnel. And uh, how do we bring glow? How do we bring light? How do we bring lightness? How do we lighten the load? Um, all came to mind when I was thinking of the workplace. Wow, what a, you know, if I think about uh, right time, right topic, I can't imagine. I, you know, before we came on the air, we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, COVID and the, the new strain and uh, just seems like we're going into a deeper, darker tunnel. Mm -hmm. So uh, probably uh, a much needed conversation, not only in inside organizations, but perhaps in families and, and well, other Right. In general, how do we, I started off the morning pretty dark and I feel light now. One, I'm talking with a friend and partner. And two, I talked with a professional before we got on that um, made me feel hopeful about a medical condition I've been messing with. Yeah. And if I'm alone, I don't want to talk about it. But then when I had to talk, it was great. So, well, just look at those two examples. 
Having a in, friend and a partner. Yeah. And having some professional support to talk to, even when you don't want to talk about the topic. Uh, I'll tell you, I... Um, that's, that's a dilemma right there. <laughs> yeah, just in, in listening to uh, uh, the notion of having a partner, I, I look at really challenging, difficult situations I've been in, uh, in the workplace. And in those moments of darkness and feeling a little bit lost or uh, grappling for solutions that uh, seem to evade you, um, having someone else that uh, could literally uh, just be with me and talk me through my thinking and sharing what we're seeing is is just invaluable. I mean, you talk about getting to 2020 site. I I always see better when I'm connected with a partner whom I trust and uh, and who trusts me. Yeah. What else lightens the load in an organization? Oh, I the, I know what we all need for some bright light, and that is to know what on earth is true. Hmm. Tell me I mean, more. Factual or otherwise. Well, I'm thinking of an organization that's kind of subdued at the moment, and they're uh, they have indicators of a future that they may not want, but uh. nobody's speaking true nobody's speaking the truth so there's nothing that truth about something tough is lightens the load more than anxiety and fear without an ability to take action yeah and if you think about uh people's fears uh getting recalibrated because typically people don't all react the same way to the same situation like the company we're talking about. Some people probably feel we're just flying, we're, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then others feel as if they're on a sinking ship. And having truth uh, literally level sets or recalibrates. One true uh, thing helps. Yes. Like another thing that lightens my load whenever it gets heavy is to do take one next right step one tiny step that you know is right rather than being paralyzed because you can't think of step two step three and for me that lightens my load of you know being paralyzed because nothing matters or not knowing what matters um yeah yeah you you know and and this may not be a, a great uh metaphor uh, but if I think of the two examples of you starting the day dark and then ultimately you did and took action and got in flow in movement, uh, I almost think that if you're like walking and you feel uncomfortable, you kind of change your gait so that, you know, the pain goes away. And, um, you know, we've talked the last two episodes about the power of pausing and reflecting. Um, that's valuable. But oftentimes, if there's no light, um, move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paralysis is dark. I think fun <laughs> lightens everything. So I don't know how you create the fun, but I always manage. I mean, I had to have fun in my work and in my workplace. And I'm, I'm laughing because I just picked up a quote on my desk that I had printed. <clears throat> by Abraham, which is the uh, Esther Hicks 
um, yeah. person who channeled Abraham, who I think Abraham has quite a bit of wisdom. But he says, reduce your workload by 30% and increase your fund load by 30%, and you'll increase your revenues by 100%. And you will increase your productivity by 10,000% if there could be such a percentage. More fun, less struggle, more results on all fronts. <laughs> this spoken from the universe. Yeah, I, I think fun and humor. Uh, I recall uh, when I was at Food Lion, we had uh, a reduction in force and it was pretty significant. It was throughout the entire organization and we were in a funk. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, not a um, fun in a funk. Yeah, not a fun. We're in a funk. And uh, I don't know who came up with the idea of literally getting, I think it was the top 120, 130 leaders in the same room. Yeah. Uh, with the intention of um, each area doing uh, a parody of their function. Yeah, yes. And, and everyone took turns getting up. Uh, you know, HR went up and then I love IT. It. and what ended up happening is where it was supposed to be uh, a parody on, you know, like HR, HR is a black hole. HR right. never returns a call. Yeah, it, slow it, down. It, yeah, slow down anything you want to make progress on. It, it turned into a roast uh, about the leaders of those functions. <laughs> and so you got all these VPs sitting up there and they're just getting parodied. Uh, and uh, why do I say that? Uh, I, I thought it was kind of a goofy idea uh, to, to, to yeah. you know, bring a group together, but it's exactly what we needed. And uh, they, they were still talking about that event like a year later. And then some bosses got nicknames all the way to say it got us into a different space leaving the meeting than we all came coming in. And... Goofy ideas are great, and sometimes you have to push to make it happen. You know, you got to cash out some of your chips to say, just do this. Trust me. Just do it. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's, or, or have an authority assert it. I'd be interested to know because I did a lot of uh, interesting approaches to meetings that had fun in them, like Nerf balls. Yeah. You know, like if you don't like what's being said by who's up in front, throw a Nerf ball. Um yeah, or or Staples uh, little toy that 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 was easy. Yeah, uh, it was so know. sarcastic that it was wonderful. Incredibly um, sarcastic. So fun is is clearly one that it's almost like the clouds uh, evaporating and and the sun being able to get through. And um, there are now, and I wish <laughs> I wish I'd created one. Companies that do games and fun for um, distance workplace yeah so yeah my son has doing one with 50 people a bingo for 50 people facilitated by an outside kind of comedian and <laughs> they, yeah and they make it work so fun is one um loving I, the work is another how about how do you love the work when you're not loving the work that you're in right. at that moment Right. Well, yes. You know, I do work with a director of nursing, so I do. Um, yeah, reflecting the truth, reflecting the truth, it lightens the load to say, I know you're in despair. I know you're really 
irritated as anything at people who are coming into the hospital and dying, taking away ICU beds from others who may not have had vaccinations. I, I know the task seems impossible. And um, <laughs> and to do that without making it heavier. And, and then it's the leader's job to create an optimistic voice, you know, that said, we are going to get through this. And the reason we're going to get through it is because you are doing great work. We are all doing our best and we're going to get through it together. But it sounds so trite. I almost no, was joking well, back my words. But, well, I'm, um, you, you're actually, uh, you know, you were channeling Winston Churchill. I mean, when when the bombs were raining down yes. on London, I yes. mean, uh, he, he I, I think he was regarded as kind of a lightweight as a prime minister. And he yeah. just literally rose to the occasion yeah. and, and told the truth. The days are going to be dark and we will ultimately prevail, you know. Um, so, yeah. And that's harder. I'm wondering. Yes, and he did it with his voice over the radio, for Pete's sake. It's amazing. So don't tell me it can't be done through distance. What else yeah. lightens? Celebration of tiny accomplishment lightens the load. And yet, how do you, oh, gosh, I just think of hospitals, and I think, Joyce, be quiet. You don't, how do you, how do you bring light to the, in the tunnel? Not in, you know, in it. I, you know, <laughs> You just said something that's really important. And in my history, uh, being in management, typically when uh, you kind of lessen the goal or you say, hey, you know, this mm -hmm. is, I know we budgeted this, but, but we'll you know, given our it. reality, you know, I, I think there is something to be said for uh, having a, a serious conversation. Once again, the truth emerges about what is. Uh, what would be successful given our current reality? And you know what? It, it may not be the budget. You know, it may be something right. other than the budget. Uh, so I, I think, and then once again, that's recalibration of uh, expectations uh, uh, th that are more realistic. Um, you know, I, we've talked about it in two episodes, so we might as well go a third. I, it, it is so contrary when things are dark or bleak, uh, to stop and pause and reflect. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, here we go again. I mean, if you want to bring light in the tunnel, uh, having an opportunity to get connected with the present and getting, um, you know, in a pause that, that's reflective, uh, I find uh, that that sheds light both on an individual level or an organization that does a timeout and circles the wagons. Yes. Yeah. And I, yes, absolutely. And once again, having been working with a director of nursing, she came into the, my call with her yesterday and said, I can't talk. I've got another meeting. It's, we don't have, it's a, it's a shit show. <laughs> on and on, we shouldn't meet. I got to cancel, but I wanted to respect your time enough that I came and did it. Yeah, did it. she went on for quite a while. And then it got quiet. And I don't know, I don't remember what I said, but I said, well, let's not 
put pressure on ourselves to create answers. Let's just um, talk about where you, you know, let's just talk. Anyhow, we ended up doing wonderful work where I, she created her approach to creating optimism. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to think how it came into being. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I, I think I said, it's your job to go out and sell optimism and pride in hard work with little reward right now, other than you know mm. you're the best at doing hard work because it was a nonprofit uh, Catholic hospital in England, actually. Yeah. And I said, you know, rouse them to that. Not to that their pay isn't good enough and the COVID is uh, and not or anything, but let's be real champions. And she left and I had her write things that she could say. I said, now who, what groups you just, what if your job were to go around and create optimism and forget trying to enforce tight standards, you in your role, mm -hmm. other people have to do that. But what, who would you go around and talk to if you need to be a spark of optimism? And she spelled, she's, you know, spelled out eight different people or groups and is going to do it. So that is a leader has to create the light. Yeah. You know, um, you talk about uh, leaders that light up a room uh, or suck the oxygen out mm -hmm. uh, at, at a personal level. And it, and it sounds like you did this in, in your work with this uh, healthcare uh, professional, giving them a sense of uh, not the burden, but the fact that they can change their thinking uh, and then by virtue of who they are in the organization can infect others. So whether it's be kinder, uh, cut people slack, uh, don't tell people all your problems, you know, th th those are all things that uh, are conscious choices that in dark moments, you can shed the light just by lightening the room in your conversation, your and demeanor. And the gifts can be very small. The gift of light. I sent a book to somebody um, that I'm doing work with, and it went to a wrong address. It got all convoluted and ended up in an old office space where they used to work. And this lovely woman said, I'll just put a new address on it and send it out. And if it costs me a dollar, it costs me a dollar. And she was in California. Yeah. And I, I said, you know how you have lit, lighted my day. And so, oh, I, you know what I'm hating? I'm so afraid as we talk, it's, it sounds so trite. And like we're saying, it's easy. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to help some of the leaders I work to be a little bit heroic. <laughs> I think we need that. Yeah, step up and lean into the moment. Um, easy, easy to lead in good times with uh, a sunny forecast, but it's tough. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I don't mean big. I don't know. I just um, you can hear me struggle. Yeah, with wanting to encourage um, people to go forth and share their light. <laughs> it sounds like this. 
Well, can we accept the fact that it may seem trite and it may seem easy, but those small acts of kindness or having uh, a positive conversation mm -hmm. is, is measured by the person on the receiving end who would probably consider it anything mm -hmm. but trite, like the gift that yeah. you struggle to get to your friend. Yeah, and, and to, to know that everybody can create their own discipline for passing on a little light every day. Yeah. And darn it, that's idealistic. And thank you for intervening. I'm going to stand by it. Yeah, and I think um, the, the whole idea of culture, uh, you know, you and I have talked a lot about that. Um, you know, people talk about, oh, we want to keep the culture that we have, when in the reality is the culture changes every day, every week, every month, every time you hire a new person, but it's kind of imperceptible. But over time, the culture shifts. Well, the same thing with the darkness uh, in the tunnel, uh, you know, mm. by your actions, it will shift. And you know what? It could get worse. It could get better. So it's your choice, right? Every, every, yes, <laughs> every interaction, every voice. How about, how about being numb to it? Um, I, I think Ugh. sometimes you can be in that dark tunnel and you don't have a lit candle to really see the pain or anguish. So people kind of get numbed. Yeah. Um, and I have to believe that it's happening with frontline healthcare professionals where they're just, they show up every day and they have a plan. I'm going to get out of this profession in five years, mm -hmm. but they sleepwalk um, uh, in terms of um, showing up every day, exhausted, uh, trying to do their best. So. Yeah. And the profound burnout. And, and in my head, I said, gosh, I want to create quiet solitude rooms <laughs> for instead of lunch that you can go in and it's, a meditative space and yeah, a, you know, a place to step into because the pace is so fast outside fighting the fires. Yeah. You know, I, I think of uh, it's not as common uh, today, but the simple acts of kindness to uh, doctors and nurses and frontline uh, healthcare workers, you know, the parades mm -hmm. in the street uh, kind of cheering them yeah. on. Uh, that, and showing that gratitude, I got to believe it may have felt a little bit like a short-term, you know, uh, uh, yeah. solve. But yeah, uh, yeah but it, it probably made a difference for the people that were um, uh, experiencing it. So, yeah, yeah, and gratitude lightens me, lightens me when I share. Oh, yeah, what I'm grateful for. But I've been thanking people because I've been doing a lot of medical stuff with David and me and I've, I've been really noticing when people do that well and thanking them and even when they do it wrong I'm thanking them and you can you can feel the tension yeah ease for a minute so I think what we're saying is it's a lot of small stuff it's a lot of small stuff along with one very big thing be a heroic leader and yeah. do what you have to do to get inspired Whatever inspires you, whether it is reading of, of a challenge or if it is prayer or whatever it is, get yourself strong because your voice is a huge light if you use it. And I, I do know quite a few organizations now that have very quiet leaders. And in this kind of uh, atmosphere, you, you, mm -mm. <laughs> your job is to inspire, 
guide, plan, laugh, love. Yeah, we're close to the end. And I love us ending on a call to action because you just gave a call to action to leaders uh, uh, that are out there listening. And quite honestly, HROD practitioners, they need to be supportive of this effort or to lead in a way that all those small things that make a huge difference and shed light happen. We We do need more heroes. Absolutely. So with that, um, Joyce, it's our last uh, podcast before uh, the new year. Anything that you want to express as we close out today? For OD and HR people, I just want to say how much you matter and that you are often the carriers of the light. And so thank you. Thank you for being bold. Thank you for continuing to care when it, you feel like you're not making any progress, when you are not valued as much as other functions. Uh, know your work matters and thank you. Yeah. And I, I want to thank uh, our listeners and those people that, that join us as much as they can uh, uh, because that's why, uh, well, I was going to say that's why we do it. We do it for ourselves. So the, the second point of gratitude was we've been doing this just about a year and uh, I really value our partnership and uh, how we've served. Oh, me too. And may we, may we provide more support and more light to others going forward. Absolutely. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Go get us. As we get ready to close out this year, Joyce and I would like to thank you all who have helped us learn and grow through the creation of this podcast and really let you know how much we appreciate uh, our learning curve as we started not knowing a whole heck of a lot about podcasts and ultimately over the year have become, uh, I'm going to say, proficient, not necessarily experts at this point. So thanks for your patience. Thanks for hanging in there uh, with us. And as we end this year, our hope is that you can celebrate all the good things that you have in your life. And we'll see you next year.